0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the TDM Show. We're here again on Faja Day to present to you more stuff that we learned and are excited about from E3 this last week. Uh, But before we get into that, I'm joined by some of my coolest dudes here in Kansas City. What is up, Matt? I'm going to go to you first this week.
1: (laughs) What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Matt. You can follow me on all social media at Matt underscore gutu. Just... Happy to be here. I after a lackluster start to E three. Oh, uh, I wouldn't say lackluster. Yeah, I would, I would use the word. Go ahead. We got let's, some exciting let's, stuff. Let's be so. honest.
2: Let's go ahead and be honest on this podcast today. Let's tell the truth on this podcast today. I think. Oh, it, oh, we will. We I, will. I don't know what it we is will. about this hot weather, but I I feel like telling the truth today. So <laughs> all the niceties, all the PC, all of that stuff out the window. We telling the truth today. <laughs> all right. All right, Mister
0: Not PC. We don't normally tell
2: the truth. I'm just saying, sometimes we nice it a little bit. You know, we put a little frosting on the cake, you know. You know, give somebody a G-pass every once in a while. Nah, none of that. I'm too hot. I'm I'm just, nah. None of that. It's summertime. Killing season.
0: (laughs) Well, that's uh, Caleb over there talking about killing season. uh, So, you know.
2: What's up, dude? What's going on? Um, If you haven't noticed, if you're following me on social media and across all platforms, except for my PlayStation account, it's been a Slight, slight tweak to the socials and the handles. There's some unification going on, so you can find me on all social media platforms at mentally underscore mooc. Hmm. Okay,
0: I like it. Yeah,
2: see, figured grad school is almost done. Uh, lean into the counselor mental health thing a little bit, and um, who knows, maybe some. Uh, twitch streams upcoming soon that i have a mic that works Oh!
0: Wow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> world exclusive oh
0: god don't oh, start god. don't,
2: start. Oh, god. don't, don't start. tell you, i'm here to tell the truth today
0: where's that mute button at for this dude <laughs> <laughs> all right uh let's go and when we start with guys did you guys play any games this week and if so what did you play Same two games I play.
1: (laughs) Um, I have continued playing more Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. uh, And the game continually is so much fun. Absolutely love it. Love the story. And I also pulled out my DS and was playing Pokemon Ruby for a cool little second there the other day. Nice. This
2: man was going How far did you get
1: in that? Um, You saying how far did I get in that? Yeah Uh, So I am um, When I left off I had just beaten the 4th gym And so I'm on my way to the 5th gym Which If you remember the Hoenn region I don't Is So cause the storyline is You the trainer Your dad is the gym leader for Petalburg And he's the 5th gym leader For whatever reason I had it in my mind That he's the 6th gym leader So I'm walking around like I was fr- like, I got frustrated to a point. I was like, hey, yo, who the hell is this fifth gym leader? Because <laughs> I thought it was supposed to be someone before him. But it turns out it's just him. So I was like, oh, I just got to go see my dad and-, and beat some sense into him on Father's Day.
2: That's a good day for it. Can we also acknowledge that like that is the only game where the main character has a father figure?
0: Uh, negative Ghost Rider. Tekken?
2: Tekken? Pokemon game, be specific. Okay. Oh. Cause Ash for sure doesn't have a dad.
0: Well, Red. Mm, yeah, I'm pretty sure in the OG one, your dad is Elite Four. No. 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 no, no, no. So
2: for sure, he's not the Elite Four.
1: Because it's always been like, Uh gosh, I almost mix it up with like the new gen, Kanto Elite Four. He's no, he's not. Because the champion's always ends up being Blue. Because uh, Lance is usually the last one you face. There's Bruno, Agatha, I think, or Hagatha, whoever. And there's one more. I don't... Yeah. But you're say, right. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. Like,
2: that's one of the only video games I remember where the main character had, like, a father figure that, uh, like, was in the picture. Again, through Halo, we find out what happened to Master Chief's dad. You know, R.I.P. Some sad. Something like my real dad. Um... But I, I don't remember too many video games where, oh, yeah, Pops is around. So it's always like, yeah, that nigga dead. Did <laughs> it, it really be like that? <laughs> yep. Yep. Even yep. Street Fighter. Even Street Fighter. Ryu, Ken, none of them had daddies. They were all deadbeats
0: or dead. <laughs> Either one. I mean, it's it makes a great origin story. Look at Batman. Oh, I need you to relax, okay,
1: Gary. Have y'all seen the DC thing going on? Oh Oh, yeah, DCs. Oh, (laughs) Oh, oh, so okay, okay. Listen, okay, we. I know this isn't normally what we talk about here, but this so funny, so funny. So there's a Harley Quinn show, right? Animated on HBO, that is for a mature audience. There's a scene that they had to pull of. In order to stay in the realm of us being PG, maybe PG-13, uh, Batman is very giving towards Catwoman um, in the relationship sense.
0: I- I'm just going to it cool out that. here. Like, you're talking about staying PG, PG-13, and Caleb just dropped an N-bomb. So I think we're we okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. Listen, well, for well, my, say, if, I'm...
2: if they can say the N-word on FX on Hulu, I can say the N-word on the podcast. <laughs> hey, listen. How many PG thirteen movies did we watch? Listen, as long as as long as are perfectly clear, as long as
0: clear, I did not say that word. I'm just saying, yes. as well, long as we as say. long as we
2: keep it to one F word, it's still technically PG
1: thirteen, <laughs> right? Okay. Right. And we're we're gonna we're gonna buy that. Well, anyways, because they pulled it from the Harley Quinn show, because heroes don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah So. Yeah, that, I've
2: seen, I've seen, I've
1: seen yeah. and then there are a lot of people on social media is like let's talk about all the times batman's already done that in the comics let's talk about nightwing and let's just talk about other superheroes in general that most likely have and will continue to do so for as long as they are comic book characters so it's just hilarious
0: yeah i'm right there well um <clears throat> take it bring it back to where we started i did play video games this week guys <laughs> Um, I didn't play any mature video games uh, that included Batman or Catwoman, but I did play Ratchet and Clank, uh, which is kind of like like you, there's something going on there. There's something going on there, mm. so I, I'm probably about. <laughs> have
1: you beat it yet? Uh, no. I thought I was getting close, but I'm only
0: sixty percent of the way done with the game. So I think I am now farther along the game than you are. Um, I am to the point where I am prepping to go fight. Uh, Emperor, Doctor, whatever dude's name is, the bad guy. Yeah, I think so. I like they, so they
1: meet up, and then they split to like, oh, you like they sent Ratchet somewhere. It's like, oh, you go do that, and then Rivet was gearing up to go find the Emperor or
0: something like that. Okay, so well, I think yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Good game. I'm loving it. Seems mm. like a pretty easy platinum.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Dude, did you uh, Did you spend as much time as I did with the hover boots going throughout uh whenever you first got them in that uh, little more open
0: room? I got the 12 orbs or orbs yeah. rather. Um I haven't gone back yet cuz I did just get the booty chest from the pirates. So it's got, I, was oh, have, yeah. I was about
2: to have so many questions. <laughs> I was like, "Excuse me, I, you, you wanted me to keep it PG thirteen, and we're talking about a booty chest."
0: The SpongeBob talks about booty all the time. <laughs> yeah, SpongeBob,
2: SpongeBob. Yeah. A I, I
1: recently, yeah, I just got that map also because I think that's
0: where I left off.
1: Was in the middle of doing that mission.
0: So that's about where I'm at. So I'm gonna go back through and collect all the stuff, and then I'll probably end up trying to beat the game so I can just do one smooth bing, get the plat. uh, But let's talk about video games we have not played yet because we can't. Uh, So we talked about Xbox last week. We talked about Ubisoft. Um, We could talk about some of the ones that are uh, less than notable if Mm. you'd like to start off with. Yeah, let's work our way up. Yeah. Okay, okay, I like this. Um, we talked about Square Enix last week as well. Uh, let's talk about Capcom. <laughs> Good talk. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> let's talk about Bandai Namco. <laughs> yeah. And the reason there's nothing to talk about <laughs> is because there was nothing to give us. Not not a daggum thing. Well, um, I at, I feel like the
2: bottom of the barrel was take two.
0: Uh, see, I have I have a different opinion on that one. I really like take two's approach because like they didn't have any games to it, and of all the communities that are probably the most misogynist, negative, racial, um, and just un- unhealthy? yeah Oh yeah, unhealthy. Like. This is the one, and I think the best way to be like, hey, look at us and pay attention and be nice to each other was to be like, hey, Take-Two's got games. What are we going to talk about? And then you have a whole bunch of women of, or people, not just women, but people of different diversities and backgrounds coming up and talking about the things they're doing in their communities, which I really enjoyed. Gaming-wise, yes, bomb of the barrel, but that's because they had no games. Big facts. But as far as like their presentation...
2: Funny enough, I almost, and Matt knows the story, I was this close to moving to California and going to USC because of their video game psychology program. The leader of that program is one of the speakers um, on the take two panel so i liked it for the fact that it was gaming industry but i also hated it because like i'm sick and tired of school and i literally felt like i was in a zoom lecture and i was like nope everything about this i hate this is gross i'm i'm triggered i'm traumatized i don't want to be in class right now so i literally left my house <laughs> i got uh, yeah, up and left that, my house
0: that i i will say that was probably the one as somebody who's at work at the time easiest to pay attention to Because I didn't have to look at the screen to follow anything, I was just able to listen to the voices. It it was a podcast Um, episode. Yeah, I hope they put it out as a podcast because I think it was it was really informative um, and had a lot of good good points that I think more people should focus on. So, but can't change the minds of everybody, I guess. Um, Who else? Let me see. So Bandit Amco, 2K, Limited Run Games, it wasn't on the list. It wasn't part of the official E3. Um, I did watch that because I have been following them more to see if I can't get games from them. Um, There's nothing they announced that I'm going to buy. No, Nothing. Um, Let's see, Verizon. Did you watch the Verizon? I did not. They have 5G. Cool. There you go. (laughs) There you go, nailed it. (laughs) Did they already do a commercial for that? For all you mobile gamers, did they already do a commercial for that earlier this year? Matt, that was a thirty-minute commercial they did. Thirty minutes on five G, but it was like a thirty-minute commercial about how five G is changing the way games are played. At least that's what I got out of it. 5g is changing when games are played more reliable less lag blah blah, like and that was how they introed it so their commercial that they showed off the beginning was it was like people doing everyday activities but the lag was so bad so like a cat was stuck in a pole but still trying to walk like you'd see in a video game Mm -hmm. or a kid was riding a bike delivering newspaper which doesn't happen anymore why do people still try to push the stereotype like somebody's delivering newspaper on a bike doesn't happen Mm -hmm. um but he was riding the bike, and the he was floating in the air next to the bike, and the bike was still moving with him. Really, really weird. Um, but yeah, that happened. Um, did you guys watch Mythical Games or Indie Showcase or in television?
2: Uh, in spurts, but I watched them like I watched Dragon Ball
0: Super the first time around on Twitter. Hmm, gotcha. Anything of note that you picked up from Twitter then, Caleb? Because you paid more attention than I did. Nah. That's what I thought. Um, Like I said, Bandai Namco. I didn't watch GameSpot Play for All Showcase either. I didn't watch the Eureka Studio stuff. So let's talk about Nintendo. Let's, Let's be honest. The only reason we're here, the only thing we cared about from the last... Two days of E3 was Nintendo. Matt, why don't you kick it off, sir?
1: Ooh, what do we want to start with? For real, for real. Um, because I think there were, first of all, to me, probably the best showcase, in my opinion, or at least it was my favorite, because they had a lot of fun games that they're showing off that people were excited for. Um, the one I'm most excited for, which I'm going to start with which is not what I've talked about, but was mentioned, Super Monkey Ball. That caught me by surprise. I'm not going to lie. Super excited about that. So their packaging was Super Monkey Ball 1, 2, and Mania, or
0: something like that.
1: I would assume so, because it's
0: called Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania.
1: Yeah. And so they're packaging those coming out in October. Uh, That's a nice little surprise there. So cherry cherry on top of everything but the big thing well there are two big things but the big thing for me was breath of the wild 2 oh my gosh getting our first look at breath of the wild 2 which is coming out in 2022 and obviously because we didn't get a new switch announcement they'll probably say that for later this year i would i would guess not real um <laughs> it's the it's the uh what is the gta 6 all over again um yeah, seeing. Okay, first of all, can we talk about Link's arm? Do you guys, do you Which guys watch Link? it.
0: Which Link's arm? Hmm. Hmm. Cause there. Now you got me thinking.
1: Cause I did not catch that. I just so thought were... like, okay, homeboy had a change up, and he so like there's...
0: different like hairstyle. There's two theories that I've heard around this that, um. Well, around the two different Link characters specifically. So you had the Link that we saw at the opening the trailer where Homie's dropping to the sky like he's about to just do superhero landing. Um, yeah, definitely yeah. going to hurt his knees. Those knees are going to be gone. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but uh, so that's when he's got the robot arm, and the whole time he's in the sky, um, he's got the robot arm or the mechanical arm or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, when he's on the ground, he doesn't have that. So the couple theories I've heard is one, there's they're bringing back time travel, and so that's why like his hair is also longer in some scenes than it is others, um, or one of them is just a placeholder. Placeholder in what sense? Just that, as in like it's to not kinda the like character. Help the, progress the story. No, as in it's not the character. It's actually going to be playable in the game in that scenario. So like hmm. Zelda might be on the ground, Link would be up in the sky, kind of oh, stuff going on. Oh, okay. And so instead okay. of giving it away as that's gonna happen, the placeholder is is one of the links. Um so that, that way they can still show it off but not spoil anything. Oh, okay.
1: Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um and it's interesting because one of the power or the uh the chic slate like tomes or powers or whatever they're called um, that they show is like he stopped the like the boulder coming down and he was able to like reverse it. So it's so you might be onto something there. I like that theory. Um, but we also got Metroid Dread, hmm. which a new Metroid game. A lot of people super excited for that. Also, someone said Samus is six seven, like yeah, outside of the suit. She's tall that blows my oh, so can... mind i guess because like we're what yeah because we're watching like video games and it perspective is different damn she's tall oh my gosh
2: everything uh, in that world is gargantuan so she looks normal and then you realize oh girl is six seven so that means everything that she's oh.
1: is at least 20 feet tall or higher so in the suit she's
0: pretty much as tall as master chief she's taller she is taller because I think Ch- taller. Uh, Chief, Chief is, is like six three. Uh, Chief is seven two. I think in the suit. Yeah, wow. but
2: he's six three outside the suit, isn't he? Uh,
0: let's find out. Well, we never see him outside the suit, do we?
1: If no, you but watch, they explain if it you watch, more. If you, you more. watch some of like the draining.
2: movies, that whole Xbox oh, mini series they tried <laughs> to do with the launch of the Xbox. No,
0: Chief is taller. <laughs> Chief is taller. <laughs> uh, Chief stands <laughs> about seven foot tall in armor. He weighs about a thousand pounds. Um, with it, uh, without it, he stands out six foot ten inches.
2: Oh, he's six ten. Oh, my boy is tall. Yeah. Shaq's still hooping on him, though. I mean, technically, really none of is. them are none of them are he better really than Boban. My boy, Boban.
1: <laughs>
2: Go Boban! <laughs> hey, uh, uh, oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Metroid Dread. The funniest thing about Metroid Dread that I was like people are weird is people were complimenting the developer teams like oh my goodness look at the look at the quality and detailed orientation because her foot doesn't clip through the armor it actually moves I'm like y'all are weird y'all are talking about this girl's feet (laughs) (laughs) y'all need to relax
0: hold up hold up hold up I'm just curious I'm, I'm just curious
2: I need to I, I almost sent it to the group chat, but
1: You should have. That
0: that you is a whole have. subculture right there. I, wow. Are you finding no, I just Google searched Samus feet pick and it there's all <laughs> kinds of of foot picks of varying styles and um <clears throat> Deviant Arts. I'm just gonna leave that. One uh, yeah, I feel like
2: that was something we didn't need to know, but now that we know,
0: yeah, can't can't right.
2: But uh, so, are you guys excited for
0: Metroid Dread? Yeah.
2: yeah,
1: kind of. Um, I don't know that I would. I think that's something I would try. I was never a huge Metroid fan, um, but it's something I would venture out and want to play and to try out just to see the hype.
0: So I've never played through a Metroid. Um, I've also been more of a Castlevania. But I am, because I do like the Castlevania styles and I love sci-fi, I think I'm going to check it out. No, I am going to check it out. I'm going to buy that game. I already have my copy pre-ordered, so I'm in on it. Uh, edition, if it pops up in the store, I'll I'll scoop it up. Because that steelbook does look pretty dope. Um, But yeah, I'm uh, going to get that when it comes out October 8th. I can't wait.
1: Um, other things that we got from the Nintendo E3 direct um they did announce a new smash character because Nintendo's always going to Nintendo and that's a big thing uh Kazuya from Tekken so and uh, this is interesting because I think I think I saw a debate about this on Twitter cuz for whatever reason Smash Brothers has never really been considered a true fighting game for one reason or another the people say that do you think with this edition that it solidifies itself as a true fighting game because they do have quite a, a breadth of characters from fighting games that so, aren't just fire emblem
2: so here's my argument um like smash is a smash is a real fighting game like any mm-hmm, game that yep. requires you to count frames in order to be good is a real nope. fighting game. The people <laughs> who complain about Smash not being a real fighting game are only typically, in my experience, good at one or two games. And because they're not good at Smash, are like, oh, it's not a real fighting game. Listen, we've talked about this many, many times. I love Dragon Ball Z as a series, period. Matter of fact, in case you didn't know, one of my sleeves is gonna be Shinron. Uh, I think I've talked about this. The koi fish going up the stream, turned into a dragon. The koi fish is going to be the fish from Avatar and it's going to turn into Shinron. I love Dragon Ball Z that much. Part of my, like, part of helping me get acclimated to America, all these fun stuff. I will never again play Dragon Ball Z fighters because of what I witnessed other people do in that game. I want to play that game, but every time I, like will take my credit card, my debit card, even my passport to just go like, I'm going to go get this Fighters game. Flashbacks of all the nonsense that happened at NakaCon. I witnessed a man demolish a human being for 17 straight seconds. And after all the lights went out, the guy died. (laughs) So I'm not playing Fighters. (laughs) Like, what more do you need Smash to do? Like, there are flex frames, there's... like Everything in every other fighting game is in Smash. So... Just because it's like whimsical is the word that I hear a lot. It's like, oh, it's too whimsical, and it's definitely floaty. It's floaty AF, you know. I keep a PG thirteen. It's dummy floaty, but that doesn't that doesn't make it any less of a real game. Shoot, I've got a what you gonna call it over here? Uh, my little pit oh, boy. boy. Yeah, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. my guy over there. Who? Is anyone going to argue that Fallout 76 is not a real game? Is it a good game? Definitely not, but it's still a game, right? And if we're going to compare, like, again, this is like literally comparing a watermelon to a shoe, but, like, when it comes to fighting games, Smash is a fighting game. It's at Evo every year. Someone's to be fair,
0: though, you could definitely wear a watermelon to a shoe, but you can't eat a shoe. So... Listen,
2: you get you get hungry enough, boil that, boil that <laughs> leather. that <it>. leather. <laughs> Ask, ask Pierre what happened in France in
1: 1947.
0: Uh, Good point. All right. Oh, they're oh, shooting. Shoot <laughs> wow. They're
1: shooting. Shoot <laughs> we'll, 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 okay, we'll, we'll keep it. Oh, yeah, no, I'm with uh, Caleb. Okay.
0: Smash is a real fighting game.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's... People complain too much about a lot of things.
0: Look, and if, let's just... I Yeah. If it's on a main stage at Evo, and you can win like fat amounts of cash out of it, it's a real fighting game. People have been made millionaires
2: mm. by playing Smash.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh... I would love to make millions off of Smash. I'm not good enough to do that. I barely do it at party games already. Um... But some more stuff announced at E3 or shown off for Nintendo. Uh, there's WarioWare, Get It Together, which I I understand the Wario hype. Like, I understand it. I don't necessarily get it. Wario as a character, I mean, I don't know if you guys like Wario standards like that. But cool kudos. Glad you're getting the game. Uh, we also have Mario Party Superstars. More Mario and Rabbids that was announced, which I think was announced prior to Nintendo's. That, was um, that it would be direct on Wednesday. Yeah. So
0: real quick, what I do like about Mario Party Superstars is they're going not only back to the more traditional style of Mario Party, but they're actually pulling their five maps they have in game, and I'm hoping they add more as DLC. Um, are from Mario Party One, Two, and Three, which are hands down by far the best Mario Party games. Um, I am tempted to buy this game. I really want to, but I don't think I have anybody who I could play it with. Um, cuz I remember when these games came out, I was I was young, but it was a very fun um adult beverage game. And I I don't I don't know if I have anybody I could play that with. So I'm trying to find out if I have, like, a, a group or party of people that I should do this with. Because I remember uh, one day when the world comes back to a more reasonable and uh, healthy environment, I might invite people over to my house again. Uh, and that, I think, is where I'd want to play it. I don't think i want to play it online.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Absolutely not. Uh I, I'm always like, oh, Mario Party, this will be fun. This is this is a great thing to get into. Until I actually go over to a friend's house and we play Mario Party and he's this stupid-ass mole, Monty, whatever his name is, and decides to dig me out for my last start, then we have problems. Now I'm pissed. So, now <laughs> so, I gotta swing on you in public. Right. Now you gotta explain to your kids why you got a bloody lip. I don't know. Uh... But moving past that, again, great game, super fun. If you find a group of people to play it, absolutely. Normally I'd say I'm all in, Greg, but in this case, I'm trying to keep friendships. <laughs> uh, let's see, we also have uh, Shin Megami Tensei 5. Uh, don't, I don't remember much from this during Nintendo's um, so...
0: showcase. This obviously is is the one Caleb always goes, Oh, this looks like Persona, and that's because Persona is actually a spin-off of Shimaga Tensei. Yeah. So you are right. Um this one I'm really intrigued about, I think it'll be the first one I jump into. Rich Homie Spencer is a diehard um weeb and this is right up his alley, so he's always talking about this kind of stuff. Um and it's RPG elements, very anime like, but I think if I'm not mistaken, you usually read it M for mature. So this is another one. You can't pre-order until tomorrow, which was weird. Um, I think they did that so no leaks happened. But this one, I'm, I'm going to go in on.
2: This so um, I, I one, uh, I have conflict on. I want to. And I, I real talk, I just need to hit Rich Homie Spencer up on the internet and be like, yo, my man, where should I start with this series? But every time I think I have that thought... I look at my library and realize I have Persona 5 and Persona 5S and Persona 5, what's the Persona, yeah, Strikers and I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not Me too. I have seven JRPGs and I did the math. Mm. In order to go start to finish, Platinum all of them it is 1700 hours I'm not adding any more JRPGs to my collection. it's, it's, It's bad enough Actually, I've taken that back The one with the biggest count for platinum to platinum start to finish is the witcher and that's not a jrpg but it is an rpg so it still stays
1: i wonder if uh ricky's gonna pick this up i think he has a switch or is it gonna be on all all games are just switch Switch exclusive consoles switch exclusive
2: which i kind of want to play strikers on the switch i feel like strikers is perfect on the switch do you have strikers greg I do have Strikers. Do you have it on the Switch or PS4? PS4. PS5. Okay. I kind of feel uh, like Strikers would be great on the Switch, but I'm—I just want to—I want to keep them in the same console family. So.
0: Uh, so Rich Homie Spencer said that uh, anything is good with SM- SMt. See, that's a dilemma because now I want to play all. Of them. Yeah, he says he he would uh, say three when it goes on sale, which is the one that just re released onto the Switch. Um, or just wait till five, so you can't really do wrong. And I think, for ease of accessibility, I think those are the only two that you can get fairly easily right now. The rest are like either going to be you on three DS somewhere, or, or not only that, they're on three DS or they're on older systems. Because these games started back in PS Two. No, uh, Shining of Intense started. I think it was on the Virtual Boy when it first released in the states. All right, looks like I'll be sticking with the switches. So, whichever mm-hmm. one is on
2: switch. So, that's three and five, right? Correct. All right. Let's grow my Nintendo mm-hmm. Switch backlog, too.
1: Right. Uh, there's also Advanced Wars 1 and 2 reboot camp.
2: Do you know anything about this, Greg? Um, this looks interesting. Again, game. one that I wasn't I super know. interested
1: in.
0: Yes. So, this is a um, turn based. Like battle-like system. A couple of years ago, a game called Wargroove came out, which is kind of along the same kind of style. It's all it's it's tactics. It's um, fun, kind of campy. Like it originally came on the DS, and I think it or Game Boy, Game Boy, and then it got ported. They put some on the Wii as well. Um, but definitely like easy jump in, jump out, like casual, nice, fun, relaxing game. But does have some, like, thought you have to actually put into it to actually win these battles. Really cool. I'd say Risk meets Tactics. That sounds cool. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: We also have more Life is Strange stuff, uh, which they had uh, already talked about some Life is Strange stuff earlier in E3, Uh, but Life is Strange True Colors and the Remastered Collection, uh, also hitting the Switch, uh the hyrule warriors expansion pass age of calamity um mario golf super rush which every t- i know they've shown it off for a little bit now but every time they show uh mario golf i'm just convinced like i need this game like do i have the friends to play this with absolutely not but i will be comfortable playing this by myself and running hey i have one friend i could play it with <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> or getting anyone it, I'm that it. chooses to add me in the audience yeah <laughs> Uh that is once I beat Ratchet and Clank, like that's I'm I'm going for Mario Golf, hands down. Uh then there's the Deng and Rampa game, which threw me for a loop, because as I was watching, okay. I was at work and my co-worker has a TV in his office, so we were watching it while we were working. Um I'm saying that for legal reasons. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they said Danganronpa game. I was just like, wait a minute, what is going on here? Uh, So this intrigues me. Does it intrigue me enough to pick it up? Probably not. But I will be asking people who are interested in getting this if I should pick it up or what they think about
2: it. You should pick it up. There is... There are previous entries into the Danganronpa series that I think you could explore on PlayStation. Also, there's a Danganronpa anime that you particularly would like.
0: So... Just to keep us factual here, these are the um, Danganronpa releases on the PlayStation. Oh, okay. So, um, so it's just this the same yeah, re This is Danganronpa 1, 2, and 3, which came out previously onto the, Switch, onto the Vita um, and then released onto Steam and PlayStation 4. Bella has played through all of these. Um, she loves them. I've played the first one. I think they're it's, it's a great game. Uh this one actually also takes like a mini game from three and creates an entirely new game out of it. Uh so this is another one. God, this this direct hurts my bank so much. Um this is another one that I'm picking up.
1: Okay. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Visual, good visual novels. Um
2: I'm gonna let Matt buy it and I'm gonna borrow it from Matt.
1: No no no, you buy it, I'll borrow it. <laughs> That's how this works, right? Um, And then, obviously, it wouldn't be Nintendo if they weren't talking about Just Dance 2022. uh, Because somehow they're still making this game. I'm not mad at it. Secure the bag, however. Um, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 coming to the Switch. They also have the Guardians of the Galaxy game coming to Switch.
0: Which Monster Hunter Stories 2. let's, Let's talk about Guardians of the Galaxy real quick. How is this gonna work? How is this game being developed for PS4, Xbox One, Xbox Series, PS5, and the Switch?
2: The exact same way they did it for The Witcher. Severe downgrades. <laughs> Cause I don't know if you tried to play The Witcher on Switch. It's not pretty. It's playable, but it's I'm not pretty.
0: I'm sure it's not, and like that's I guess that's my thing, like is this going to be like what we used to see out of, like, Call of Duty on the Wii? If you remember those back in the day where the Call of Duty on Wii was way different than what it was on the Xbox 360, PS3. Um, and, and, like, I, I, I don't think I'd mind it so much if it's, like, if it kind of looks like Marvel Ultimate Alliance did on the Switch or if it was cel-shaded, kind of had that like comic book feel. But I don't expect them to change it that much. So my concern is either it doesn't work great on the Switch or it's not optimized for the end of the console for the for the newer generations or is there a happy medium where they get it to work on all flawlessly. Hmm.
2: I'm going to go ahead and tell you now get prepared to get disappointed.
0: Oh, uh, I'm not I'm, I can't disappoint me if I <laughs> go get it. <laughs> Ooh, facts. Facts. Heat.
2: Yeah. The Those be more, facts though. I, I think like this this is the time of year where I'm thankful that I'm still single. Cause like if I had a family, I think I'd be in your position too. Like I'd be buying a lot of games that I do not care about. Fam, I'm waiting for I'm waiting for Arkham and I'm waiting for Suicide Squad. I'm waiting for See, this, this is the time of year and that's about it.
0: Or I'm glad I'm married and I have two incomes and my kids like to play video games. I'm like, yo fam, you can buy it, but you got an allowance, my dude. <laughs> 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 You're right More games to play, less mind Absolutely right
1: Right um, Alright, let, let's keep it rolling here Monster Hunter Stories 2 uh, Wings of Ruin Any of y'all interested in this? Skip Yeah, yes, of the course Yeah
0: Yeah <laughs>
1: Jeez, my guy. Uh, I'm fairly convinced you're going to have to run to the Federal Reserve with how much you're getting out of this E3. Um, it's your man uh, turn. You, you need to hit me
0: up on Twitter. No, don't hit me up on Twitter. Hit, look, uh, I'll, I'll give you my burner. We'll figure <laughs> some stuff out. We'll, we'll get all squared away, and I'll buy these games. Don't worry about it. No, don't worry about
2: it. <laughs> I'll give you my burner, He says.
0: <laughs> Hey, Hey! listen. Closed
1: mouths don't get fed. That's what I've I learned. Big facts. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Doom Eternal, The Ancient Gods, Part 1.
0: We also have uh, Skyward Sword coming out next month, right? July? July 16. I would recommend playing this. Um, not just because of the Zelda game, but because of the way the intro to Breath of the Wild looks. It it, like, it immediately gave off Skyward Sword vibes, especially with them, like, being in the air and stuff like that. Um, and then, again, with, like, the past and present possible time playing there, the islands flying in the sky. We know Skyward Sword is the origination of all, like, the very first Zelda game, if you were. So, like, how... Is there a reason they're re-releasing Skyward Sword? Is there going to be some sort of tie-in to Breath of the Wild 2? find out next time but, you know.
1: was uh cause they were talking a bit about it cause wasn't weren't there a lot of elements from, taken from skyward sword uh that they implemented for breath of the wild like the stamina wheel and stuff like that yeah. or was that a different Zelda no that was, that uh, was
0: skyward sword okay.
1: okay uh yeah so I'm, I'm, I'm also intrigued at the timing of this and especially with them coming out with uh, breath of the wild 2 announcing that um we also have uh, Fatal Frame, Maiden of Blackwater. Again, oh, not my oh, speed, but it's for someone.
0: Old PS2 game, that's another one I'm buying because my daughter wants to play it. There you go.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
1: Cruisin' Blast. Also, sometimes it's just funny looking at these uh, little logos they create for the games because... Um, If you just show it as is, you have no clue what's going on with this thing unless you know about the game. Two Point Campus more Dragon Ball Z Kakarot
0: content, which clearly people want Well, the hell out of me This is Dragon Ball Z Kakarot on the Switch because remember last year when it launched, it only came to Xbox and PlayStation
1: Yeah, this is true This is true well, I guess because the way they phrased it, I always assumed it was like, oh yeah, they they launched it for the Switch already, and then they're putting like this a new Power Awakens set, which
0: well, th- so to you me remember... is just like,
1: oh, this is like extra stuff. Do you remember Jump Force?
0: <laughs>
1: Who can forget Jump Force? <laughs>
0: some people want to um jump force originally came out onto the big consoles and then released on the, the switch but they call it jump force deluxe edition so pretty much all bandai namco seems to be doing now is releasing their games originally on the bigger consoles spending that year or two to tweak it and get it to work for the switch and then adding all the dlc that's been released for it so what you're saying is Guardian should be doing that
1: <laughs> instead of um, launching on all five consoles at once.
0: I mean, we'll see. Maybe. The... Yeah, probably. Probably.
1: <laughs> right. They probably should. Uh, there's Worms Rumble, Strange Brigade, Strange Brigade, and Astria Ascending. I don't like that one, but I
0: like the logo. You remember Astria Ascending? Yeah, look No. Let me see. Oh, no. I do remember this one. This was another one of those, like, uh, the JRPGs-like looking games. But it's got a super, super pretty art style. It, it's almost like uh, the old school um, JRPGs you'd see the battle fights with monsters on one side and, and the good guys on the other, and you'd give them the commands uh, turn-based. Um, y- yeah. I'm... Uh... Alright. Well, I'm gonna go talk to a loan officer tomorrow.
2: <laughs> My man's gonna refinance Don't do the that. house.
1: <laughs> Don't do that. Already, dog? You've been in there for like, what, a month and a half? Don't do that. Uh, ain't no time like the present. Uh, but so that's that's everything. Got out of at least the E3 direct from Nintendo. Um, they did a bit more of a deep dive for their Treehouse. Um, I didn't watch too much of that. I don't know if you guys spent time watching the Treehouse. A lot of bit. Um. mm mm-hmm. I, I think for a little bit they were really talk. They do the same thing they always do. They talk to some of the developers, um, and some of the studio heads about their direction with the game or what they're excited to show off. Um, but yeah, uh, honestly, my favorite part of otherwise a lackluster E3, uh, I think there is some, st- it, it's weird because the strong performances were fairly strong, but man, when they hit those like struggle, like those speed bumps, they struggled. Bro,
0: that wasn't, and I don't know how I was to describe
1: it. I don't know how you guys feel.
0: Those were Kansas City potholes.
1: <laughs> Oof. Like. They they
0: hit those and like you was calling you was calling AAA be like yo I need help it's got derailed I'm on the side of the road I think (laughs) it's my tire down the street that fell off I don't know like it was it was bad
1: oh man oh goodness someone was was, uh, someone tweeted that Kinsey potholes are the interests of the underworld and I've never related more I have never related more. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'll give it to him. I'll give it to him. Um, I, I can't remember. Did I talk about this last week? Where where I want to say it was Joe Scribbles, or maybe it was somebody else said that it felt like uh, I saw it on Twitter that it felt like everybody except for Ubisoft, Microsoft, and Nintendo were like doing a book report but forgot to read the book, and that's what everybody's oh, presentation was like. Outside of those big three. Because, like, everybody else was like... Oh, like, Capcom was like, here's all the games that's already out. Surprise. Uh, Bandai Namco didn't show any sort of games whatsoever that's had any sort of interest. Um, Square Enix was like, oh, we read the first page and the last page, and this is what we got out of it all.
1: They spark notes
0: it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, like, the whole... The whole thing was just... It was, as an E3 overall, by far the most disappointing.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Which is which is tough to say and tough even as, like, people, like, audience members watching it online because they were already kind of, like, in this decline that a pandemic happens. And then they're coming back and every, obviously everyone's still finding their footing. But to, like, come back to all of this, it's like, guys, we had a year. At least something. Give us something. And I get a lot of it's out of their control, but still, pretty disappointing. Like, I'd have been
0: okay if we had E3 Day. Like, yeah, you just had Microsoft, Bethesda, Ubisoft, and you had Nintendo. And it was like, you just had one day of the three of them. Um, and then everything else was kind of like... I don't want to say necessarily Jeff Keighley's, but like straight up could have been just... Twitter, IGN um, directs. They could have been IGN IG interviews. IG, yeah, it's little stuff like that. Stuff that did wasn't so like overhyped, or just trying to ride that that hype bandwagon. Like it was just it was it was uncomfortable all the way around. I will say, shout out to the team that did the presentations for E3. I did think it was really funny that after every show, they didn't dog on anything like everything was positive and it's like i i know i can't wait to hear uh kind of funny with greg miller and hear what he has to say about e3 because he doesn't pull punches he you know he's gonna be like yo it was trash like that looked like garbage like i don't want to play the game but during the show he's like oh that looks really fun nah dude you, you ain't gonna play that yeah you know, i did
2: i thought like everyone just kind of like gave this e3 a pass because it's like oh we're coming out of we're coming out of a whole penny. Uh, we just got we, We're gonna get what we're gonna get, and we're gonna be happy about it. Uh, that's what it felt like. It felt like all the presenters were being nice to the developers because we're coming out of a pandemic. Uh, but and, uh, and yeah. I don't
0: want to say necessarily like come out and be like, oh, it's trash, but constructive criticism I think is key. Um, Major keys, uh, like uh, for instance, Ball in Wonderland. Could have used a lot of constructive criticism. That
2: game could have been told from the very like drawing board not to get made. And that would have been a better decision
0: than what we got. Hey, you know how to use a jump button? All the buttons. All oh, the buttons. <laughs> Best jump button.
2: <laughs> how do you jump? Hit a button. Hit any button. Yeah. What if I want to
0: double jump? Hit the button again. <laughs> yeah. Hit one and then hit the other. Doesn't matter. It's all good. It's all just jumping. So, no, but, yeah, it. Uh, I don't know. Disappointed. I wish we had seen Sony. Same here. I was
2: hoping for the slam dunk, mm-hmm. Sony. Hey, by the way, here's our prom f- press conference, unannounced, at the Sony Theater. New York just opened up. That's what I wanted. I wanted, like, hey, New York just opened up. Sony's having a private event. Welcome to our house. We're doing this. Here's New Yorkers of the Year, Jesus and Mero, to talk about video games. <laughs> like, on, on Fridays, <laughs>
0: Sony comes out, and they're like, shee. like like, you know like it just it, it would have been real good um i guess there's there's speculation that we'll get a playstation event sometime later this month uh i'm still holding out hope um as we all know square enix has a very deep partnership with playstation so I'm hoping that I don't know. Maybe we'll get that one through six announced officially for the PlayStation console, um, and that will get the Final Fantasy 16 reveal. And I'm still holding on hope that the Final Fantasy rumor of Final Fantasy 7 Legacy is gonna get announced at that 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 event. So please, dear Lord, baby Jesus, come through, please, please. Uh, anything else?
2: Fast and Furious 9 is projected to be the number one movie in the world
0: again. (laughs) Look, look. I know this is a game podcast, but at this point in time, when a movie comes out (laughs) every two weeks right now and the new headline on Monday is X movie, best grossing movie since pandemic. Bruh, that's common sense. Like, as things start opening up more, of course the newest movie is going to be the best grossing. Like, yes, I don't expect this to, especially when it's a big movie, when it's a blockbuster like this. Every, Like, you know it's going to be the best grossing movie after Fast 9?
2: The next Black Fast Buster. Oh, no, that movie's going to tank. I'll nah, pull, bro. I'll put money was- on it. That's going to be real bad.
0: Real bad. So- I'll catch you in the street. You'll change your name to Beatdown Mookie. Like... <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, and actually, that's something you see. And we can, we can end on this. Uh, not quite gaming related, uh, but someone on TikTok, um, Jay Stoobs, she does a lot of movie and like comic content, uh, made the point that a lot of times, like the movies that we see and we're experiencing, because like, things are opening up, we're going to go see movies. Um, a lot of times, we tweet at directors, writers to be more diverse or representative. Um, and as much as we'd like to think that we make change, the only thing that they change is for dollars. So if you want to see more content of movies and stuff that you want to see, you got to support them in the box office. You want more female superheroes? We're going to have to suffer through Black Widow, whether it's good or not. I so, hope it's good. All of I the really stuff, hope so. All we don't I have love to suffer, Task though. Master.
2: There's my thing. We don't have to suffer, though. That movie could have been good, but everything that we're seeing indicates it's going to be bad. I mean... How you going to say that about a Marvel movie? Fam, listen... I know I know this is not a Marvel movie but like everything before Iron Man 2 or Iron Man 1 exists. All the Marvel movies before Iron Man 1 exist. All like of the what? uh Silver Surfer movie, no, Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four the Silver Surfer movie. Uh the new Fantastic Four, I mean those Wars were Fox Lee Jordan still Marvel. Uh Batman uh not Batman. The Spider-Man series with Tobey Maguire the Spider-Man series would do got fired before it, the
1: movie even ended. I could keep going. I, I, I fail to see what the point you're trying to make here. All I'm trying to say is no matter what sort of movie is coming out, a lot of times, if, if you want to see more of a certain type of movie, we got to support it at the box office. I'm and just the saying, initial yeah. reactions
0: of Black Widow have been phenomenal. So I cannot wait to come back after Black Widow releases on July 9th, in case anyone's was curious, and just be like, See? I told you, I will, I will take, take the L if I'm wrong. I will too, mm-hmm. but I just think it's
2: going to be real bad. I mean, we all, the whole planet, the universally supported Wonder Woman. And then look what they did. Yeah,
1: they did. They did 1984 real dirty, real dirty. Not even a but lot. But that's, that's, uh, you're also
0: talking but about this, DC, the same company that released the Justice League twice. And they did it once in a two and a half hour cut that was half directed by one person, and finished up by another, and they released like a four hour episodic chapter version of the same dagger movie. Like, is DC though?
2: Now, it's not DC. It's WB. WB is ran by a bunch of maniacal monkeys up there. Like DC is trying. DC is really no. trying. WB yeah. is a company is a failure, and I really wanna I really wanna fight all the WB heads for free. I, like we can we can get like listen. Jake
1: Paul wants to fight Mike Tyson. I will fight.
2: <laughs> I will fight everyone You know what? At LBD. This is...
1: Okay, let's read it in. Calm down. Calm down. It's okay. It's okay. I'm just saying, guys. Jake Paul wants as we're to fight Mike up, Tyson. As people are being more safe and
0: returning, you know which, hey, we were, we were talking. No, no, no. That. I'm about to fight beat Mike
2: Tyson. <laughs> this man legit thinks he can beat Mike Tyson because Mike Tyson is oh, Mike Tyson will eat you literally.
0: He has tried before. <laughs>
2: I'm done. I'm done. You guys sign out. I'm done. Yeah. But where can they find you at? Find me on all social media platforms at mentally underscore MOOC. Um, That's it.
0: Matt, where can they find us at?
1: Guys, we are so thankful that you are listening to us on this podcast, Team Deathmatch. Uh, this is episode 98, so we're two episodes away from the big 100 a century of episodes. Um, I think we'll have some cool stuff planned for that, and we'll drop on that particular day. So be on the lookout for that. You can follow us on all social media, at the TDM Show, on Facebook and Twitter, Instagram, at TDM Show. We're on all platforms that podcasts are streaming, so pick your favorite, go listen to us, Team Deathmatch. Uh, Listen, give us a follow, like, rate, review, and don't forget to share us with your friends.
0: I just want to say I'm so proud of you. I thought I was going to get you in that trap. I thought I was going to get you. But you realize that you already said your stuff earlier in the episode. So, my dude, I'm, so, like, I'm proud of you for that one. Uh, you can find me uh, at Tonksy on Twitter. T-O-N-N-K-S-Y. Um, outside of that i can't wait to find out what matt has in store for us for the episode 100 because i don't know what we have in store for episode 100 so i'm i'm really curious we're gonna we might find this out together uh guys thank you for listening thank you for being part of the community uh we love y'all stay safe take care of each other y'all have a good week